This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Cell Dweller, Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Richie Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, Celia Akira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar. At their official store, fixedstore.com. That's F-I-X-T-Store.com. Save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code FORCEX. That's F-O-R-C-E-X. They have loads of shirts, hoodies, stickers, posters, and many other accessories for all their artists. And this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that. So head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the DJ Force X podcast. Uh, this week I introduced Dan, a.k.a. Voicians. A member of the Fixed family, this is his first audio interview as of recording it. It was recorded about a month ago. Um, but yeah, he's currently got Survival League out now on Fix. You want to go check that out. It's a great, great track. And he's also featuring on Marduk's new album, Never Give Up. He is on the track, The End, and that is out now on Hospital Records as well. Great drama bass label, that one. So go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, a couple of things today. Today is National Donut Day, the day of recording this particular podcast, so getting my free donuts on so that's all good uh also uh there are some local here in tampa there's a, a newspaper called creative loafing comes out once a week it's a free newspaper uh but they're about to have their annual awards and uh they pretty much cover every spectrum you can in the local area so from artists restaurants personalities but they've also got a podcast nomination area and a radio show nomination area I bet you can't guess what I'm going to ask you to do. Okay, you probably guessed it. But yes, if you can go to creativeloafing.com slash B-O-T-B, uh, best of the bay, that stands for. Um, go to under the, under the people, places, and politics section. And if you scroll down, there's a podcast and a radio show. They should be right next to each other. And uh, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind voting my show in. So in the podcast, the DJ Force X podcast, and in the radio show, Crossing the Streams, which brings me on to my next bit, Crossing the Streams. It's on every Tuesday on TotalRock.com uh, at 11 p.m. UK time, 6 p.m. East Coast, and also on Saturday nights at midnight East Coast time on TheMix.fm. That's T-H-E-M-I-X-X. FM. Both of them are available by the uh, TuneIn Radio app as well, which is a great free radio app for your phone if you haven't already got it. Uh, but once it airs on Tuesdays, the next day it gets uploaded and available on demand on Mixcloud.com forward slash DJ Force X. And as of recording this particular episode, there are 123 editions of that show. And this month marks the third anniversary of that show as well. When it started out, it was called the DJ Force X Show. And within the last sort of six months or so, I changed its name to Crossing the Streams to kind of give it its own identity rather than sort of slapping my name on it. And yeah, 
it's going. You can go there. You can go listen to it. There's an app for the phones as well, Mixcloud app. Uh, you may have to sign up for their site, but just, you know, if you don't like notifications, just turn them all off. And, yeah, you get my show once a week up there, obviously pending whether I've done the show or not. Uh, there's been a few weeks where I've just had too much going on that I've just let it repeat out. But go check it out. Um, it's it's really fun to make, and it's a, it's a, a metal and electronic music crossover show, and it's a mix as well. So it's like a solid hour of music with me just warbling over the, some of the tracks, telling you what's just been played and what's coming up. So, yeah. Uh, also, new album alert. We've got um, Beyond All Recognition, who were one of the first um guests i had on this show and uh yeah i had um david and edwin on the band uh, from the band and they were on the third episode that i made of this uh podcast anyway from from then that was way back in uh where was it now 2014 oh my goodness all right yeah 2014 and it came out um October, October 30th, I published that particular episode. And yeah, so we're coming up to an anniversary of this show as well. So yeah, I mean, that's all That's all good. So um, yeah, go check out their album. Sorry, Beyond All Recognition. It's a self-titled album. It's out now. It's available from their website, their Bandcamp, uh, all those kind of places. You can stream it on Spotify. You can stream it on Apple Music if you're a subscriber to that as well. Uh, but go check it out. It's absolutely brutal. It's a fantastic album. Uh, they were great guys to have on, and I wish them all the luck with that particular album. Um, and finally, yes, finally, please rate and review this show on iTunes. Uh, that would be fantastic if you can do that. I'm not going to put an outro on these shows anymore because I'm going to tell you everything up front. That's why this one's a little bit longer than it normally is at the start. But yeah, if you can rate and review this show, it would help me so much. Uh, I'm trying to develop this show and um, I'm even contemplating setting up a kind of network of sorts to kind of keep my radio show and podcast in under one umbrella and then try and bring in some um other like shows podcasts and things like that to kind of put under the umbrella and kind of build from there but rating and reviewing my show on itunes on stitcher wherever you get your podcast from would be absolutely fantastic if you could do it it just helps bring the notoriety up helps me get some some more guests on the show um i've got like four already in the can that are coming out of the next couple of weeks. I've got Everybody Panic, which I think I told you about in the last episode. I've got Smash Hit Combo all the way from France uh, with that one. I've got Follow My Lead. They're from Ireland and they're about to drop a new album in a couple of weeks. And Logical Terror all the way from Italy. So I'm kind of getting worldwide guests on this show and I just want to get there. Uh, I want to give them exposure. Um, and rating and reviewing my show helps. Um, and if you could do that, that would be absolutely fantastic. Anyway, we are going to get on with the interview. So, yeah, this is Dan from Voicians. Enjoy. very special guest on this week's show i have dan from voicians how are you doing today dan hey i'm fine dude thanks for having me yeah no problem at all no problem how are you today i'm very fine um yeah just chilling and doing my first audio interview oh nice nice well this is all good welcome 
thanks. <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, uh, for the benefit of my listeners, uh, this is Voicians. If they haven't heard of you before, uh, could we get some background on you? Well, I'm Daniel from Germany. I'm 26 years old, and I produce uh, rock, electronic rock, in the style of Celldweller. Um, I'm signed to his label, Fixed, and I do all kinds of hybrid music, electronic, um, drum and bass, rock, whatever you you want. Uh, I don't I don't just do uh, one genre. I do many genres, and I usually mix everything. And so it's a hybrid mix of music. Basically, nice. what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. Cool, cool. And when did you get started? Um, that was back in 2007, I think, yeah. And the funny thing is I, I started producing music because of Seldweller, because I heard his music somewhere, and then I checked checked uh, out his, his pages, and then I saw that, that there's a remix contest, and yeah, and that's why I started producing and finally oh. releasing stuff, and... After years, I got signed to his label, which is quite cool. Nice. So that's where the uh, relationship with Fix sort of started for you. Yeah, was been with in that contact remix. with them for many years. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. Did you win the yeah. remix contest, or did you? Well, <laughs> the first the first remix I did was so bad it didn't <laughs> even end up on the page. You know, nobody got to hear it ever because it was so bad. They, I think they they didn't want to show it to to the public, but. Um, for the next contest, I, I tried to do a better one, and then I did seven remixes, and one of them got third, and after that, I, I won, uh, one, I got first in the remix contest for a different song, and yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just, uh, tried to improve, and yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. What, what would you say your influences were? Obviously, you have a sort of, um... There's a plethora of, of, of styles of electronic music within your sound, um, and obviously the rock element as well. Uh, where where did you pull your sort of influences from to sort of meld those sounds together? Um, well, as said, I, I like so many different genres, and you can hear in my music that I have a few different influences. And for example, Pendulum are a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Always love their. Um, energy rock drum and bass and that's definitely an, an influence then rockish stuff like deftones marilyn manson and um lincoln park definitely lincoln park it got me into rock yeah at first when i was 16 or something that was the the big the big thing back then and i totally liked that they also mix electronic with um, rock and that's that's uh definitely definitely a band that that has always influenced me and other than that there are many electronic things like um Trent Miller I'm not sure if you know him he's um he does very chilled electronic music kind of different mm. than soundtrack stuff like Hans Zimmer um, I'm a okay. huge Hans Zimmer fan and I'm going to to his live show soon so that's also quite cool and nice. yeah as you can hear uh, many different genres like drum bass rock orchestral stuff everything kind of yeah yeah obviously being, being from the germany the european sort of it, it's full yeah. of electronic music yeah um, they are, it's true right. and you know and and germany was known for me from my side of things was uh, like more of rock kind of thing going on um mm-hmm. I, I was in a band we toured across europe and stuff so we, we played out that way cool. and um yeah, so I, I mean, I can I I listened to your um your last year's release. Uh, was it part one? 
Yeah. Um, the is it an EP or an album? Would you say an album? Uh, it's it's basically an EP. An EP. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the harbinger of my full length album, mm. if you want to call it like that. <laughs> Maybe it's <laughs> the first part, and yeah, I'm. It's basically there's some songs on there that I have released independently um, earlier, and we we mix them again and produce them again so that they sound a bit better than my old stuff, uh, like the old versions. And yeah, there are also new tracks and instrumentals and more stuff on the way, definitely. Cool. Yes. Yeah, because I got your um, latest single, Survival League. Yeah. And that that's very good. I played that on my show as well. Though. Yeah, I saw it. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that's no cool. worries. No worries. Um, so is that more of a taster for your your next album? Is that something that's being produced this year or is that more of a long-term goal? Um, the album definitely will take a while, but, um, there will be new, uh, singles, uh, in between, you know, until the, the album is done, but the, the survival league, um, is basically a single mm-hmm. and it's, it's very, um, mostly mainly drum and bass. Yeah. And my album, I, I plan to do my album rather electronic rockish than drum and bass, but definitely you, you can hear the drum and bass in there, definitely. Yes. But I want to merge it more like uh, in Survival League. There are a few guitars in there, okay, but I want to do it more rockish, like rock, drum and bass kind of um, album, yeah. So, But this still takes a while, and in between, as said, I'm going to finish a few singles. Okay. And um, yeah, we will see. Um, yeah. Cool. That's this month basically is the first month that I work only fifty percent. I reduced my job to focus more music, uh, so I have basically two weeks off from now on and per month, and so I can focus on all the stuff I want to do. And yeah, let's see. Nice. Where is it? Where where it's going? <laughs> yeah. So, what do you do? Like, um, obviously, away from the music, your job you've just mentioned. Like, I'm I'm always interested to see what musicians do as as a source of income away from their music. So, if you don't mind asking, what do you do? Yeah. No. No, it's not not a problem. Um, um, I've always been into the audio industry. Um, I started uh, producing radio commercials. Okay. And now, uh, since 2013, I work as a sound designer at a radio station here oh. in Germany. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool job. Uh, I do, you know, comedies, trailers, jingles, whatever you you know, whatever has to do w- with sound. Yeah. So basically, I'm, I do all the sound stuff. And yeah, it's a cool job, but I'm. It's very demanding, and also regarding time, and I've. I have early shifts, like waking up at 3 a.m., working till 12 um, a.m. And, yeah, that's kind of exhausting, doing yeah. the music thing on the side. And so I decided to, you know, reduce my job to 50% and have more time for music. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah, uh, I'm quite excited. Yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really good. You can actually do that. Um, and obviously earning income from doing music is is, is it's a yeah. rarity in some cases. <laughs> or being yeah. able to concentrate on it, because, I mean, I have a... I have a job and, and my music sort of production wise has gone down significantly since actually yeah, working. True. So you have to work hard, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When I was, when I was in a band, even though we were producing music and out touring, <laughs> I still had like two, three jobs at the same time. Yeah. So, just to make ends meet. Cause yeah. you know, you start getting older, you get more bills. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's demanding. And 
my you know i always uh, think that's kind of my motto if you want something you get it and just stay stupid if you yeah. really want to succeed on some level yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah just focus on what you, what I, and that's what i try to do now and i have the the 50 percent job to have you know my safety and i have a cool label who support me and i'm quite uh, positive about the future so cool let's see yeah oh, that's awesome that's really awesome so um do you play out live do you play this music live or is it more of a studio-based um project um right now it's rather a studio-based project and i've i've done um two live shows i think mm. and uh, but it, it's already uh, a few years um ago uh in the past and yeah, it, it it's definitely something I want to do more now. And since I am getting more and more into drum and bass, I I plan to do more DNB live sets. And but I also, you know, I'm I'm keen about the playing live guitars and this this kind of stuff. But it's it's very time demanding to to prepare and yeah. But it's definitely something I want to do in the future. You know, hit the road, get to see the people who, who like my music. Um, yeah yeah cool so would you put together a full band or would this just be like you say like a solo like dj kind of thing going out there um my my last shows um uh i had a guitarist a guitarist um who played uh, the guitar stuff live and i did synths and vocals live and the rest came from from my computer mm -hmm. so that was an interesting setup it was kind of hybrid um much from the from the laptop but also you have the the main parts live played yeah. and that's definitely a, a solution i i would do again i think but we will see it's always you know you always have to see if you have the time to prepare and if you find the, the right uh, guitarist and who has also time yeah yeah i have to i have to look into this more also something i want to do this year you know flesh out the life ideas and yeah. cool cool so um speaking of production and things um I'm, I'm a bit of a sort of get like a gear freak if you will or a gear nerd yeah. or whatever you want to call it same here yeah you, you nice. got the right person on your, uh, show. <laughs> yeah no i was just i was just gonna ask you what your um what your studio looks like what your favorite piece of gear is my favorite piece of gear um i have quite quite a few favorites in my studio um for Example, my Moog Little Fatty, that's nice. my analog synth. That's definitely super cool synthesizer, and it's analog, and it sounds just fat, nice. just like the name Little Fatty. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Then I have the Arturia Mini Brute, um, also an analog synthesizer. Mm -hmm. and I love this thing as well, and I like the fact that you can save up uh, presets, so you have to redo all the sounds again and... Yeah, and um, of course, so software. I use Cubase to produce, nice. and I like Serum, a synthesizer from Xfer, um, Native Instrument stuff, obviously. Yeah, um, you know all the the nice ear candy stuff like Stutter Edit from Isotope. That's quite cool to play around with. That it's just you press a button and everything. Mm -hmm. gets gets uh, ripped into tiny pieces that's that's something i like and yeah yeah there's so much also machine is cool for drums and yeah have so much gear um but yeah basically the the synths they are 
the heart, I think. Yeah. And my guitars, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, I, was, I was listening to your um, uh, album earlier today, actually, during my break um, at work. Um, and I noticed there's a lot of, like, DJ scratches and things like that over that. Um, yeah. Was that, was that, like, sampled, or was that actually, you know, a DJ scratching? Or... I'm not sure to which song you've listened um, to there. There's, uh, let's go for the, I think it was the first track. Um, I forget. Alive. What, Alive, Alive, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for that song, um, I got a DJ scratch in. Um, he is a friend of mine and I asked him, Hey, I have this idea here. And, you know, I showed him a preview I made with samples, Yeah, but I felt it was not, not that naturally. Um, it, it didn't sound right to me. And I asked him, Hey, do you want to do it? And he, yeah, sure. And he has turntables and he's pretty good at scratching and nice. he does, he, he does, uh, all this crazy DJ stuff. And so he basically sent me the perfect take and I just added it to the project and that's it. And on my other songs, um, I, I sampled the scratches. Nice. No, but no, Alive is the first. I, I did a live DJ and I definitely, definitely do this again because it sounds way better. It does. It does. Yeah. Coming from, I was a scratch DJ in a band for 10 years. Ah, cool. So it, it's, it was something that I instantly gravitated towards because every time yeah. I hear a DJ, like you say, like when you, you know, you, you mentioned Linkin Park, yeah, um, it's bands like that, Limp Biscuit, uh, Johan. Yes, Johan. He he. I told you, Linkin Park has been ever a, a huge influence for, uh, to me. And Johan basically made me buy. Uh, uh, obviously, he didn't say it then by turntables, <laughs> but I I wanted to have turntables because of Linkin Park and because of Johan. Nice. And I was so bad. I I gave up at one point and I sold them, and then I just <laughs> did all the programming stuff on, on my computer but nice <laughs> yeah scratching is definitely something i love and i don't want to miss it <laughs> yeah no that's something i do because I, I moved over here to to america and um my turntable is actually still in england oh, which, which breaks cool. my heart every day <laughs> it's yeah. like it's the cool one guys. thing I, I just haven't been able to afford to bring over here just yet but yeah. uh this year i've got plans in to bring it all over here and 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 have it all set up again because I'm using a controller right now okay. um, for my for my show and and you know if I if I need to make scratching kind of you know parts of tracks and things I use that but if to me it just doesn't feel yeah. doesn't feel natural um, the the motions are generally the same but the sound isn't if that yeah that's that makes true sense. it's kind of like that which uh, which do you have the the, te the techniques or uh, I do have techniques yeah. yeah yeah cool. I've got that and the the actual like techniques battle mixer as well so it's a proper oh, sick, sort of dude analog yeah. setup of it so <laughs> i i had reloop reloop turntables yeah. and because i i couldn't afford the techniques and i was it was it would it would have been way too too way too crazy for me because i was so bad and i just started and i had a reloop mixer it was cool to play around with with uh, the turntables but yeah yeah Never, never mastered it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was like, I did it for years. Um, it was, it was just became natural to me after a while because I was a DJ prior to that, just playing music, you know, like roller discos and, mm. and, and you know, and then I got like residencies at rock clubs in the UK and things like that. So I sort of I gravitated from like a bedroom DJ to a full on club DJ, um, and now I'm a radio DJ. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of coming back round kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but the scratching thing I never lost. It was, it's always a thing I gravitate to. I still pay attention to the DMC championships. 
Yeah, um, dude, I, I've watched a video of DMC Championships uh, from 88 or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's so awesome. They it's, have these old school turntables. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy watching. I've got, it's, I had a bunch of uh, old VHS videos. It's so sick. Of those yeah. things. And, and I, I now just go on YouTube and they're all uploaded. So I'm just like, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. But um. Cool. Yeah, and no, I I started using the digital setup as well for DJing. I used Native Instruments Tractor. Yeah, I have the I have the the Control S4. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I use the S2 as my controller. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the same thing there. I still have to practice, and I'm I'm practicing um, on my stream. Uh, you know, I sometimes make a little drum bass live streaming yeah. session on Twitch, and yeah, I'm just trying to play around and get better. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask about your Twitch and and stuff like that and like using that kind of um media to yeah to promote yourself obviously but then showcase various other things so how does that work for you how does twitch work for you um twitch is basically quite cool to connect with with my uh with, i don't like to say fans uh, with people who like my music mm -hmm. and they they can ask me questions how i do i do this and that and they see basically how i produce my stuff and they see how I um, use my plugins. And I think that's a great way to connect with your fans, mm. with the people. And yeah, that's, that's quite cool. And yeah, people like, like that, uh, that I share my, my production sessions and it's definitely a good way for me to promote my music and s stay in touch. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, was, uh, I was speaking to um, uh, Seamless last week. And he has the same sort of thing with YouTube, but uh, he puts up tutorials and things like that. Yeah, true. Um, so I'm just curious because I've never used YouTube uh, that way. I've uploaded music videos and and um, tracks and things like that, but never never utilized it for because um, back uh, back sort of the early 2000s, I was also a teacher and I taught mm -hmm. I taught DJing. I taught it privately and oh, I taught cool. it in a in a college as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something I, I've I've looked on there, and there are there's like hundreds of DJ tutorials. But it was something that I've always kind of like wanted to go into, and um, obviously Twitch as well. That's, that's sort of I've seen that mainly used for gaming. Yeah, um, not for much else. In, in, in I've not really looked for much else on there to be honest with you. But um, yeah. knowing that you use it for that kind of thing, it sort of shows the versatility of it. So it's not just you know let's Definitely. play videos. It's it's you know let's make music kind of thing. So yeah, true. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, what what I want to do is um, I want to just take parts from my Twitch stream and upload them to YouTube mm -hmm. just to to reach the people there as well. Mm. But I'm still not sure um, which which parts and how long I want want them to be because um, basically my YouTube channel is actually my my music channel where I upload my my tracks and songs and yeah. mixes. But yeah, I'm not sure if I do it. Um, but yeah, we'll... cool. So what what are your plans going forward from here? Obviously, we talked a little bit about an album. Um, do you have any set in stone releases coming out? Yes, my, at the moment I'm I'm doing quite a few vocal collaborations. I, I do uh, vocals for uh, drum bass artists uh, here from from Holland. And yeah, I, last year I've re released a uh, drum bass song with my friend Mazi from London. Oh, nice! On, li on Liquidity, you know Mazi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard Muzzy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, on Liquidity, and that's a great drum bass scene here. The Liquidity events are 
pretty sick and I just got in contact with all these people and it's very inspiring to have all these drum bass acts and they kind of like what I do and I like what they do and so I do quite a few vocal collabs. Nice. I just um, did a collab with Maddox from Hospital Records. Oh, yep, yep, I heard of him as well, yeah. Yeah, and the song is, is called The End and it's going to be released with... Uh, on his debut album coming out in hospital in two weeks, I think, nice. end of April. Yeah, and that's quite sick to to be on this album. And Hospital Records always was one of the labels I really liked. And yeah, it's quite cool to getting in touch with this whole scene. And that's that's definitely uh, something I want to get involved more. Mm. As said, with live shows maybe and playing gigs, do more vocal collabs yeah. uh, or other collabs and yeah. Yeah, so I, I was going to say with that because a lot of like drum and bass they have um like I say live vocalists is that something you've been involved in yet or want like do you want to get involved in like having in them sort of coming as a like they're DJing their set and you come in sing live over the track kind of thing. Yeah, I I did this um on in January this year. I was in Amsterdam with my friend Mazi and we performed together. And it was pretty sick. It was 7 a.m. in oh, the morning nice. and it was a festival, uh the Liquidity Festival and it was crazy because there were there were still 4 4000 people wide awake and dancing to your music and it was so sick to be on the, that stage and it was just a great feeling and i definitely would do this again so nice yeah but for the start i i try to finish up my dj uh sets and try to see if i can hit a few dj uh slots or something yeah. and i could even do live vocals on my own sets that's also yeah. something i would like like to do yeah, because it's 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 rare to find a strong sort of male vocal over like drum and bass. Because sort of a lot of the track tracks from like back in the day that I remember through my experience with drum yeah. and bass and jungle, um, you obviously have a male sort of MC, um, mm -hmm. but it was always like female melodic vocals. Yeah, I kind of. I, yeah, I always see uh, you know on YouTube comments like, "Dude, male vocals on drum bass just don't fit." Um, <laughs> Other people say, cool, finally, some cool male vocals. But, you know, I think there's so many great vocalists out there. Um, it's just a, a matter of taste, I think. Yeah, yeah. With male or female, my main goal is always to, you know, just listen to the emotion, to the lyrics, and if it fits, if the melody is good. So, yeah, that's my main it just needs to fit yeah it's like i was speaking to um a, a male vocalist called matt rose um and he's worked with like dirty phonics excision oh, uh, he's currently yeah. with a group called go mad a monster out of spain um and he was in the chemists before uh, ollie as well oh, um, cool. but yeah he's he's one of those like male vocalists that has a real strong kind of rock voice um but mm. he's used for like drum and bass and general sort of electronic music um, and it's sort of he's finding these, and, and obviously Ollie of uh, uh, the Chemists as well. He's got a very strong, yeah, melodic kind of rock voice to go over the it's sort of awesome, drum and bass yeah. stylings of it, and it's very cool because it is it is lacking in that genre uh, or in sort of dance music as as a yeah as a whole. True. 
so having and your vocals are very strong um yeah thanks, listening Sue. to your stuff it's very it's very strong i can see why these these other artists want to work with you so yeah it's cool it's it's very cool to see um these guys approach me and tell me that they like my vocals because it was kind of surprising when i started uh, producing music i was very unsure about my vocals and i i think i always thought they suck and then i just did it and well I'm, i might not be the best vocalist but people say i have some kind of edge in my voice or something but yeah you do yeah yeah <laughs> I'm I I'm I can't tell you always if if I like it at at the end of a track I always hate the track but yeah it's it's that uh, hearing your own it, voice kind of thing yeah um, true um so I'm very thankful that other people uh, think differently about us <laughs> and yeah no that's cool I mean like I say it's a very strong strong vocal that you have for it so and it fits really well to the music um yeah. I will check out the tracks you did with Muzzy and uh, the one that's coming out um yeah. Uh, that's called back to you back to you yeah and i'll check that one out as well because i do like to listen to hospital records releases and stuff so Uh, that on hospital is called the end you you can also you can check it out on my uh, spotify okay yeah cool and the is featured on section yeah so all right cool we'll check which is yeah or youtube of course or youtube (laughs) yes yes (laughs) wherever you can stream it yeah that's all good so um yeah i've got a couple of questions left for you um before we wrap up so um these are sort of generic questions i ask every artist that come on the show and it's always always gives some sort of interesting answers and stuff because you've already mentioned one influence of yours but um i'm gonna go for albums so your three top albums that kind of define you as a musician or as a person wow that's a tough one (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's basically one I have to think about. That's yeah. basically the part where you have to uh, cut out something. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I, it, it's okay. a it's a common reaction to these pro these these questions. Let me quickly think about it mm-hmm. because there are so so many albums. Um, yeah, I have one already. I definitely. Cool. I'm probably gonna miss a few things. <laughs> Okay, well, I t- I tell you the the three albums that I, heard, uh, I listened to back in the days when I at the time where I started producing music. Uh, the the three albums I I've listened to all the time, and I still listen to them all the time. Not all the time, but quite a lot. Yep. And the first album is Melody AM from from the Norwegian band Roixup. Mm-hmm. They are um, an electronic duo and they do very chilled music and very cool melodies. And that's always music that has inspired me very much. That's one of the these albums I still listen to a lot. Then um, Hybrid Theory of uh, by Linkin Park. Yep. Obviously, um, I still love this album. I listen to it all the time, and the production still sounds so good. Yeah, I went back to it uh, a couple of months ago, just purely out of nostalgic reasons. And um, yeah. it is really well produced. I think it was produced by the Dust Brothers, wasn't it? Um, I'm not sure. Well, the, be- the beats were made by them, I think, at least. But um, it, yeah, it's really good for the, for the time as well. I think it was released around, um, I want to say, early it was the early 2000s. Yeah, like, yeah, early two thousand. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was two thousand. 
yeah. or nine, 1999 or something. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. But it was, yeah, yeah for, I mean, for the time when it first came out, I was kind of not overly impressed with it, just purely because I was into more of the sort of harder rock, hardcore type thing. Um, but then I sort of gravitated towards, as I got into the sort of, because I was into like Deftones and Incubus, and then it kind of melded with that and Papa Roach and things like that and the whole like new metal movement of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and no, I went back to it and I really enjoy it. Like looking back on it, um, it was, it, I mean, it was huge. It, it, it sort of pulled a lot of the, it was kind of them and Limp Biscuit kind of pulled it into the mainstream. Yeah, true. true. So Limp Biscuit also favorites of mine, of course. Yes. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the, the third album is rather a soundtrack compilation, but it's one of these compilations and also movies that, you know, they this movie totally changed my taste in music and in movies, and it still is one of my favorites, and it's The Matrix. Oh, uh, the yeah. first soundtrack compilation of The Matrix totally got me into industrial, like... Marilyn Manson stuff, then you have all these glitchy stuff uh, in their propeller heads. Yeah. And also Deftones. Um, and yeah, the soundtrack totally showed me a new world of music. And the movie itself was just so inspiring. Yeah. No, and it was, um, it was I a- think I've watched it like 20 times already. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that was, a, that was a really good soundtrack. I think it was on it. I know the Prodigy were on it. Yeah, also, yeah, um, Minefields from yes. Prodigy. Yeah, that was yeah, it. So and sick. You mentioned Marilyn Manson already. Yeah, um, I love this guy as well. And Rage Against so. the Machine as well. Yeah. Kind of a given. But there was, there yeah, was a bunch course. of others on there. Oh, that's um, so good music. That was a really good one. Because um, I don't know if you had that, and there was a, another sort of crossover album, uh, a soundtrack as well, the Spawn soundtrack. I don't know if you ever got into that. Um, where they got. Really. They got uh, like rock and dance acts to collab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had like Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot. Ah, um, and you had Korn that's... with, uh, I think it was the Dust Brothers. That sounds like fun. Yeah, check it out. Just go, go stream it on Spotify. Um, yeah. It was really Spawn good. Spawn soundtrack. Yeah, Spawn. And um, it was Marilyn Manson and the Sneaker Pimps. Mm-hmm. They did the track together. But it was that. It was, there was another movie as well that did the kind of rap rock crossover, Judgment Night. Judgment Night. Yeah, it yeah. Was a, the the movie yeah, was it. nothing. It was it was like kind of it had Emilio Estevez in it and kind of didn't do much, but it had a really had like uh, they managed to get like Booyah Tribe with Faith No More, mm. um, and just like a bunch of other sort of rap and rock crossovers, um, which is you might enjoy that one as well. Um, yeah, I will. I will look it up. How yeah. how is it called again? I I've heard this name kind uh, of. Which one? The second one. Oh, Judgment Night. Judgment Night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds familiar, but I can't really tell you. Yeah, it was one of the sort of like when when rap and rock were kind of crossing over pre sort of new metal era. Um, oh, yeah. It was one of the sort of like the soundtrack was kind of better than the film. <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, yeah, it was just one where they got a bunch of like big sort of rock and metal artists to work with a lot of the hip hop scene. So um, it was really good, and that kind of like you know that that gravitates towards what I was doing with my DJing and things. So. But yeah, the the Spawn soundtrack was another one, a good sort of collaboration of 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 like electronic music and 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 metal, you know, crossover. So I will spawn the album. There is an artist. Oh yeah, sick. Filter and the Crystal Method. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, trip like I do. I know the song, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the big single off of it. But a lot of the other tracks, I think the other one was, um, yeah, the other the other big one was the Marilyn Manson track because um, mm-hmm. they had a bit of a, uh, a disagreement with each other, the two groups. So, oh, okay. and it kind of made the the press at the time. So. <laughs> but check that out; it's it's a really good one. There's some really good use. tracks on there. Thanks, so. dude. Yeah, suggestion. No worries, no worries at all. So, um, what what are your uh, hobbies away from music? So if you're my hobbies away from music, yeah. um, watching movies, movies, cool movies, movies. That's definitely a big hobby of mine. What are your favorite movies? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's another tough one. Okay, The Matrix. Surprise, yep. surprise. <laughs> that's a good one. I like deep stuff like K-Pax. I'm not sure if you know. Yeah, it, I know that's uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. yeah, 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 true. And oh, dude, some some like David Fincher. Yeah, stuff. Um, I like Interstellar. All the Christopher Nolan stuff is is very good. Cool. I, I, um, I like all of this. Um, I basically made a movie favorite movie list at one point to share with my friends <laughs> every time someone asks. But now I can't find it, of course. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. I used, uh, I used to work in a video store, so I have I've uh, seen dude. so many movies. I went through my. I like started going through IMDb and adding like watch list yeah. like stuff that mm. i've watched i think i'm up near a thousand right now <laughs> and i've yeah. not even scratched it so i wanted to do something and watch the top 250 and just make sure i've I've seen all of them but i still miss many of them mm. yeah and yeah. another uh very good movie i saw uh, a few weeks ago um is nightcrawler it's kind of <gasps> new yeah i've not with... seen that one that is that one with jake gyllenhaal yeah yeah exactly and also, it's in the style of Drive. Okay. Um, and yeah, I like this. I like both the soundtrack and the the atmosphere because it's it's a kind of weird, but great performances by the actors. And yeah, it's really a good movie. I can recommend. Oh, oh yeah, and I have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah. So many mu- uh, movies. Yes. I like so. <laughs> cool. Basically, action stuff and yeah, thrillers and nice. Cool. So, uh, anything else you do away from music, hobby wise? Um. Uh, yeah, I chill with my girlfriend. <laughs> nice. And yeah, music is basically the main part of my my life. Yeah, free time, hang out with friends, and you know, and sometimes just you know, get get on my bike and just ride my bike through nature and think about stuff. Nice. Uh, also, some video gaming, PS4, and. Some video, uh, some PC cool. games like I say, uh, play some Rocket League here and then with a friend. Oh, yeah, I love that game. <laughs> or some Counter Strike. <laughs> yeah, I've classics. Not, I've not played Counter Strike in years. <laughs> yeah, same. I I had a long break, like for uh, four, five years. I haven't played one single round, and at some point last or uh, two years ago. Uh, I I thought, dude, I would like to play at Counter-Strike now. And then I was back in the gaming business. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, and no, I've got an Xbox. I'm a so noob. Like, I'm a noob. Uh, that's all right. No, I got, I got an Xbox One, so Rocket League's just been on constantly. So uh, cool. I'm hoping they open up the cross-platform gaming scene so I can play against PS4 because a lot of my friends at work and everything all have PS4s. Yeah. So I think the cross works on PS4 and PC, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think they're That's trying... Okay. I think they're actually they've they've developed it to work across from like Xbox to PS4 as well. Oh, okay. 
but they're kind of like I think they're still testing it right now. But they've said it okay. is doable. So I'm like, excellent, make it happen because yeah, there's a lot of people I want to play against. So <laughs> yeah, As yeah, always. they definitely need to do this. That's yes, the future. They do. Like, they do indeed. Yeah. Cool. So finally, uh, where can people reach you on like social media and things like that? Yeah, they they can reach me on Twitter. Uh, just all my social media pages have just my my name Voiceons uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. As said, on Twitch you can chat with me and ask me questions about my production and just just talk to me uh, in person, basically. Um, yeah, Instagram. I I use all the the pages, but mainly Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch at the moment, and YouTube. So. I also have a SoundCloud, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. So wherever you want to reach me, you probably can reach me somehow. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Cool. That's that's really cool. So um yeah. Thank you very much for your time today, Dan. Uh thank you. It's dude. been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Check out Survival League, which is out now. Um you can get it via the usual sort of digital outlets, uh, including the fixed store as well. And uh yeah, yeah check out part one as well which is the album from last year or ep from last year if you will um and yeah so yeah thank you dan and um thank you, you have a good rest of your day okay whatever's i'm not sure what your time difference is it's about six hours i think so yeah you're at night time aren't you <laughs> yeah i'm at night time and i'm like it's like a uh, quarter before nine yes. p.m and i need to go to bed basically because i have early shift tomorrow oh, okay last work day for this month and then back to music cool thank you again thanks a lot yeah it's been an absolute pleasure yes it was same have a good one man thank you you too bye